1: Hey there, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are The Blended Life.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome. Today, we're taking three of our listeners' situations and questions and speaking into their lives a little bit. We're also going to say goodbye for 2023 and see you all in 2024. So enjoy this last episode of the year. And we can't wait to connect with you on the flip side.
1: Hi there. And welcome back. Where are we starting today?
0: We are answering your questions. So we chose three listeners um, who wrote in the past couple weeks to address their issues. So if this is something that you would like us to do, please email, message, DM, however you can reach out. We are happy to answer what we can.
1: Yeah. But actually, before we even get started on this, uh, speaking about reaching out, if you guys ever want to connect with us on Blended Life, Look for us on Instagram, on Facebook, on all the socials. Um, we look forward to just connecting with all of you. And it's how we grow our channel. It's how we bring you guys more information. And like today, it's how we get your questions. And we're able to interact with you and answer your questions. So,
0: without yeah. further ado. Yeah, thank you. Um, I am going to give a little backstory on this first couple, this first blended family. And it is the woman who wrote in asking five specific questions. So we're going to do our best. But they are a blended family of five. And they, um, her husband has three sons from a previous, from two previous relationships. And then she has a daughter from a previous relationship. And then they have an hour's baby together. Not a daughter
1: a, not a not a minute's baby <laughs> okay.
0: yeah, so there's three sons that are his, and then um two girls, one is hers, and one is theirs. theirs okay, okay, and so um she says, my husband never developed a parenting style, and he's never really had to parent his boys, okay. Now that we are married and he has grown in a lot of ways, we parent the girls very well and we are on the same page when it comes to them. However, with the boys, there are no rules or expectations. They come to our house and they do whatever they want. The 10-year-old is not required to have a set bedtime. He plays video games the entire time he's here, has zero expectations for hygiene. The older boys, it's kind of the same. No responsibilities or expectations. Um, and then it come, she goes on to discuss the co-parenting between her husband and the boys' moms. Okay. Two different moms. Yeah. So I don't know if it's both moms or one mom, but she says, um, neither my husband or the mom communicate schedules in advance. So there's no prior planning. Um, and so it's we're living always last minute. And we're all supposed to rearrange our schedules when things pop up to right. accommodate that. Um, my husband also keeps their conversation secret. Mm. He doesn't share anything about it. And he runs to his mom and shares all the conversations and all the stuff with his mom, but not her. Um, and then he, she says there's also this expectation that it's okay for him to have relationships with the mother's. But when I need to co-parent with my daughter's bio dad, he makes it a big deal. Okay. Um, I know we need to go to therapy, she says, but he refuses. And the first and only time we tried it, it was a disaster. Yeah. I have a ton of thoughts on that. I'm going to yeah. talk to that really quickly. Okay. And you will affirm what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think where people get stuck in therapy is it just rehashes the past. Right. And it doesn't really give you a plan to move forward.
1: Well, I think a lot of people look at therapy also, um, especially couples therapy, as a courtroom. And they want the therapist to work out their problems and choose sides. And a lot of times that, well, that shouldn't be the way that it is. A lot of times, you know, you want it to get you um, affirmation or confirmation that the other party is doing what you say they are. Uh, but the problem is that's not what you're there for.
0: Yeah, there's no moving forward if we're just interested in pointing fingers. Yeah. So I get well, it. And,
1: and again, it turns into a family law courtroom, if you will. It's it's like, well, tell me that I'm right and, and reassure me that I'm right and make sure they know that they're wrong. You know, take, they want the therapist to take sides. And a lot of times that's not what happens. Actually, that's that shouldn't be what happens. Um, and you end up walking out of there, um, you know, with
0: your feelings hurt. Yeah. And we've shared a lot on our podcast about our experience in therapy. Mm-hmm. We have two great, amazing episodes, um, about therapy with a licensed marriage and family therapist. Go back and listen to those. Um, her name is Gina Nicola. She's also, um, a, a pastor as well, but She breaks down therapy. So if you struggle with therapy and want your questions answered, go listen to those episodes. But I just wanted to acknowledge like therapy is hard if your goal is just to point out somebody else's issues.
1: Well, and also a lot of people don't understand really the role of therapy and what it is. Um, And then we have someone like you who's a coach, who Mm -hmm. is a health and life coach, who is certified in helping blended families, you know, specifically step parents find their purpose and find their meaning. So before we even jump into this, do you want to take a quick second and explain the difference between a coach and a therapist?
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. I, I have this. This is a daily talk I have really quickly. Um, and I'm going to speak in generalizations here. Therapy generally is very past focused so we're, we're looking to heal old wounds, we're looking to process our, our past traumas, we're looking to understand why we are the way we are, how did I get here, um, why do I choose the same personality type in every relationship, we, we are looking backwards to get answers to heal and to process, generally, I say that because some therapists are different, but that's generally the thing, and therapy is always relevant though. Because there's always a yesterday to process. So I say that as somebody who is going to therapy. I, I mean, I will always invest in therapy, I think it's really important, but coaching's opposite. Coaching's really forward focused. And so my job as a coach, especially with blended families and adults in blended families, is how do we move forward? Where are you stuck? Where do you want to be? What do you want for yourself? And how are we going to get you there? We don't spend a lot of time on the past. Um, it's just not the coach's job. And forward moving, there's just hope there. And right. so that's that's kind of loosely the differences. But okay, yeah.
1: yeah. So as you guys listen to this, um, keep in mind, again, Julie is a uh, completely certified health and life coach to help people like you, help people like us in blended families get unstuck and get further in life. So if you guys are interested and what julie does becomingherd.com or send her an email at becomingherdnow at gmail.com and she can completely take you through a breakthrough session kind of figure out if it's a right fit for you and help you proceed and really just better your blended family experience
0: yeah help you to move forward in it yeah. and not be stuck because i think sometimes situations seem so intolerable like something's got to give. Right. And usually we just leave.
1: Yeah, and usually yeah, people just give but up and it's Deuces. And yeah, the grass is never And then you just know, take your side. issues to the next relationship, That's it. so.
0: Anyway, um, okay, so back to this family that i was describing to you, she has four different things she would like insight on. Okay. Okay. The first is that her hu- she says, "My husband doesn't seem to want to parent the boys." Mhm. And I somehow feel obligated to do it. I've taken on a much larger role than I feel I should. I should be a support system, not actually doing his parenting. Right. What would you say to her?
1: Um, A lot of this comes from past behaviors, past um, this is how it got set up. This is how he dealt with it and whether it was in his previous relationship or in between the previous relationship and this one now. um, Sometimes people just come up with coping skills because they have their kids. You know, maybe it's been a tough go. um, By being easier as a parent, it somehow makes you feel um, a lot safer to your kids. You know, you're playing favors almost with them. So giving them no rules, letting them stay up, letting them play video games the whole time. um, Those are all traits of... And, and I hate this term, but it is what it is, Disneyland Dad. Just letting your kids just do their thing. And hopefully the kids end up liking you more than the other family. So that's what, it sounds like it's a lot of um, previous habits being brought over into this new relationship. Now that he is in a steady, stable home with someone he loves, someone he respects, someone that gives him help and tools to push through and actually have a parenting style, have scheduling, have, um, you know, just a different experience with their hours baby, not their minute baby, their hours baby um, is what I think the kids before needed, but they are already set in a habit um, and routine that um, this new child is not
0: part of. Yeah, and he he acts differently with his stepdaughter too. It's both of the girls. There's a different, which makes sense. It's different, really. uh, See, this is something I wish that everyone could hear and receive, not just hear, but actually let this sink in. People expect the same relationships and same parenting across the board with kids. That's not reasonable (laughs) nor realistic. Like um, every kid's um, experience in... A blended family is gonna look different. The way you parent these kids is gonna look different um and so it that's just a fact well,
1: and I think too that it gets it gets really hyper focused on especially in blended families that we assume that all that everything should be the same across the board for all children and we assume that um it's different in say a nuclear family versus a blended family. Um, but the truth is it's not, I mean, I am the oldest of three kids, um, in my family. I have two younger sisters and all three of us were parented very differently. I've seen that we're all parented very differently. We have four kids in our, in our house now. Well, not, not all four live there, but we have four children between the two of us and every single one of our children are parented differently. Your two bio children that are both your actual children are both parented very differently from one another. And it just, we can, we can try to put all of our kids into the, into one box, but at the end of the day, all of our kids aren't the same. And that's what, that's, what's going to happen here is it's not, all these kids are probably different. They need to be parented different. It sounds like there's a little lack of organization when it comes to parenting. And at the end of the day, that's probably most of us I know I'm not some perfect parent, you know. I I can sit here and I can stand on my soapbox and yell into my microphone and tell you what a great parent I am, but the truth of the matter is, I'm learning as I go. You know, I'm a better parent today than I was this time last year. It's because I'm learning as I go, and it's because of situations like this, you know, where they had now have an hours baby that is going to make him. It's going to force him to grow. It's going to force him to um change as a parent especially with her um the the listener the the person that's writing in talking about this you know she is forcing him to change because of the way that she's showing up
0: Yeah well listen the the comment she says he doesn't seem to want to parent the boys she that you don't change unless you want to and so if he doesn't want to parent the boys then you are you have all the information, right? And so I think instead of fighting that, instead of making it an issue, because all your tears, all your anger, all your frustration is very unlikely to get him to want to change. People change when they want to change. And so also I hear in this thing is she says um, "I there's a lot of shooting going on. She takes on a much larger role because she feels like she should she should be a support, a support system. And what happens is, is that we should all over ourselves. And that doesn't really serve us well when we live in the should. Um, you have to know what you want for yourself, and you have to live into that, or you actively set your life up for disappointment. So if you don't want to parent these children because you're not the bio parent, then there's boundaries that you need to create for yourself to protect your well-being. I'm speaking to the listener. Um,
1: Well, also, you know, are are these actual, you know, truthful statements, truthful facts, like does he actually say he does not want to parent these kids or is this her statement saying I'm seeing it as he just gives it no effort? You know, have they actually sat down – and had the conversation, and he's like, "I don't want to parent these kids," you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because that's know. that's the conversation maybe to start with, right? Like, what do you want for your boys? What kind of parent do you want to be for your boys? I just curious because I want to know. Um, I want to know that about you. I I don't want to assume. I don't want to judge. I just am curious and want to know. Who you want to be for your boys. I want to know you in that way. Have you
1: ever thought of it? You know, have you ever sat down and thought about what type of parent you want to be for the boys? Have you ever thought about the difference between your parenting styles between all of the children? Yeah. Um. You know, and a lot of times, especially as us men, we're just cruising, man. We're, we're going 100 miles an hour um, through our day-to-day chores and activities. And we don't stop to think about this. We don't stop to think about, oh, what's my parenting style look like? What am I doing? Um, we're not looking to, you know, what.
0: Define that for uh, yourself. Yeah,
1: or or define what our, our children's future is going to be in 10 years if we keep down this road. And these are, thi- these are things that I've come to realize with myself that I'm like, whoa, if I don't change this, if I don't break this habit and behavior now, my kid's grown up really quick and this is going to become a bad habit for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, you only have your kids for a short amount of time. You have very little time to make impact. It's such a short
1: (laughs) amount of time. It goes by so, so quickly. quickly.
0: Um, Okay, going on to the second thing she wants us to speak into around this. She asks, how, after five years of unhealthy ways, can we reset? We need healthier boundaries, including with the exes. Do you have any thoughts on that? How to reset when you're deep in it?
1: Yeah, I think especially if um if therapy hasn't worked for them, any type of counseling. Um and do we know was it was it both of them that didn't like it? Was it him that didn't like it? Was it her that didn't like it? Do we know this?
0: Like like the counseling,
1: what? if they're like this this was terrible.
0: It, she just said it was a disaster. It was a disaster. I'm sure both felt that way.
1: Yeah. Well, so okay, so for instance, I know you do couples coaching. So this could be a great, a great way of getting them reconnected again with forward thinking, not backwards thinking like, all right, we know we've had troubles. We know we have a past. We're not trying to rehash that. Let's wipe the slate and work forward. What's Mm -hmm. that going to look like to us? And if and if he's not willing to do that or she's not willing to do that, one of them be like, okay, well, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to be the one. Who, and it sounds like it's probably her, she cares enough that she's listening to this, that she's writing in. I mean, that's a lot to write in. She's putting effort and time and thought into this because it matters to her. So this matters to you. Let's get a breakthrough session with Julie. Let's see if Julie can help you, which sounds like you absolutely could. And start forward thinking because what you always say about people who want everyone else around them to change,
0: what? (laughs) It, you can't do it?
1: Yeah, but but how do you get people around you to change?
0: Oh, you, when you show up differently, then everything around you changes for your good. Yeah. But you that. have to show up differently, right? So if he's not going to put boundaries in place, then you need to put boundaries in place, right? Um, and
1: that, sh- that, that forces people to shift and change around
0: you. Yeah, because as you rise up, right, as you show up as a higher version of yourself, not a worse version, right, but we're... You're you're taking charge of your well-being and taking your power back, meaning that you're not handing out your power to everyone else in the family. But you're like, I want I want to be in a place where I'm just stable, where I'm steadfast. So whatever is going on around me isn't altering my desire to show up in this family, my desire to be the best mom and stepmom that I can be, that I want to be. Um, that steadfastness is is really important, right? That's how we stay in relationships. So, um, yeah, I, I think exploring how you can—I like what you how you put that forward. And moving like I, I think exploring how you can move forward and get unstuck because talking about what's going wrong doesn't move you forward. Right. Talking about your grievances, it doesn't move you forward. Like if that was going to work, we all would have been had a changed experience. So I think about. How much time do we spend complaining and criticizing each other in our marriages, in our parenting, in our blended families, and in our co-parenting, right? And if that was going to work to create some awesome change, it would have worked in your life already. So it's time to do something different. Um, so I like that answer. Okay, number three. Every time I bring this up, like any of this, Somehow I made to feel as I don't like his boys and I made out to be the bad guy, but I'm the one doing it all. So when she brings up how she's feeling like now you don't like my boys and you know, now it's a defense
1: it's, mechanism. It's you know, you start pointing your finger at someone and you start uh, the second you start feeling um like I don't know what's, what's the word, you know, you're, you're convicted about something, you know, you start looking to displace and off put the, the spotlight, the blame, um, the problem.
0: Yeah. Cause you don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. hard for people to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that sounds like uh, what a lot of this is, you know, just deflecting, deflecting. On, yeah. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for.
0: No, I totally agree. I think um, it says that his reaction to you bringing it up says way more about him than you. And I would say that to anyone. And I think you just have to be really confident in who you are. Um, and you don't accept it, right? You don't absorb those words. You, you see them as what they are is just a, a defense mechanism, a protective mechanism. Um, because imagine you having to own that you're not being the best parent you could be. That's a really hard thing for anyone,
1: well, and to, what I to say or and, whatever, yeah. You know? And what I see in this is, I see a lot of, um, and I might be totally off, but my gut feeling tells me this is someone who is very hurt, has been hurt in the past, has had a lot of, you know, insecurity issues, um, you know, and and probably cares. Seems like he's a caring man. There's a reason why you're with him. So when you approach all of this, and as you approach this, and as you go through every stage of this, you know, from the time you hear this on, realize like this is someone who you love and you care about. This is someone who's a flawed human being like the rest of us, but you care about this person. So knowing this, don't go at it trying to win, you know, trying to be better. You know, you're the winner and make him the loser. Try to make it a winning situation and Come out of this together. Let him know that you are part of his team. You are his biggest ally, his biggest teammate, and you are there to bring both of you up.
0: Exactly. I love that. How can we both win? Right. We talk about that a lot in couples coaching. Like, how can we solve this where we both feel like we're winning instead of there being a winner or a loser? We both are losing for the greater good. Like, that doesn't feel motivating. That doesn't feel encouraging. And ultimately, doesn't stick but when if you both feel like yeah we're winning together right.
1: and the kids are winning it's this how can is, we win yeah. together
0: right. um I also want to speak into this idea that um I but I'm the one doing it all okay that's your choice and so don't use that as a weapon you know when you use how much you're doing for the forever and using that as a weapon to like pr- it's it's weaponizing it and it doesn't it doesn't come off well it does not received well and it makes it seem like a victimhood mentality and then like you chose this right like you chose to take on everything you should take on in your words you know should um and so listen if you don't want to do it all then don't well figure out what you're good with and that you're not going to use against the other person well and
1: sometimes those tables turn those tables turn very quickly you know some days Julie does it all. (laughs) Some days I do it all. We try to both do it and do it very well and do it together. But there's some days where it's all me and there's some days that it's all her. And you never know when that, that table's going to turn and it's going to be permanent, you know, and it, God forbid anything terrible happen, but things happen to people, things happen to couples, things happen to family, you know, I mean, the most horrific things, were all of a sudden, you know, we we have a, a family friend that has three boys, and, you know, they're all very, very athletic, um, extremely gifted, you know, hockey players, any sport that they've ever touched, soccer, they've done all, all of them, and I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal athletes, one was a um, good at Uh, Not only hockey, but did jujitsu and um, did like gymnastics stuff, was trying to do a a double backflip flat, ended up not under rotating, broke his neck and is now permanently in a wheelchair and can't move waist down.
0: Paralyzed. You know, paralyzed.
1: But it's just it's accidents like that that can happen to any of us at any point in time that are completely life altering where now he's going to have a wife and going to need to have a wife who really steps up when it comes to a lot of things, you know, and, and
0: and she didn't have to before didn't
1: have to before. And look at all of us, you know, these are all choices. Like you said, this is a choice, you know, but are we there to, to be a partner and an ally to our, our significant other, you know, our husband, our wife, whatever, um, or are we there to win and prove to them that we are a better person than them and that we are winning the game of life and that they are the loser and we are the winner?
0: We're the golden parent yeah. and they're not. right? Yeah, I think one of the most helpful things anyone can do is take responsibility for their choices and understanding that seeing how you see your significant other is a choice. <laughs> what you decide to do or don't do in your family Is a choice. Your attitude, the habits that you refuse to change, choice. We are, none of us here are victims, right? We are rich with choice and that gives you a ton of power. So, um, all right, number four. She says, I don't feel our marriage is first and it's weighing on me. I know we have a great relationship, but it seems to fall apart quickly when we need to deal with parenting the boys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, welcome to (laughs) blended familyhood. But here's the thing. If you want to feel like your marriage is first, put your marriage first. You can't count on the other person to do it if you're not doing it. So start pretending, not pretending. That's not even the right word. Start acting and making it a point to prove that your marriage is first. And if you, again, show up differently, it's going to force your husband to show up differently. So you start playing that role you start proving that your marriage is the most important thing and he'll have to come along for that
0: yeah and I think um, this is a very subjective thing because I can guarantee you on in his own ways he feels like he puts his marriage first yeah it's just not the same way she puts the marriage first Mm -hmm. and so I think that's just getting to know each other and having the conversation about we're gonna put our marriage first Agreeing that that's what's going to happen, and then getting specific, like what does that look like? And I can guarantee you, both people have a difference of opinion on what it looks like to put a marriage first. Some people might think that I protect my marriage by giving my significant other space to parent their child, however they need to be parent. So we're not fighting about because I'm putting my marriage first. Like I'm, my marriage isn't going to be destruct. Like the destruction of my marriage is not going to come from these kids or different parenting styles, or I'm not going to spend precious time with my spouse fighting about this when I have no power to change how they parent. So I'm accepting it, and that's how I put my marriage first. For example, where someone else might not see it like that. But I think that the conversation of, like, what does that even mean? And putting your marriage first is very subjective, I feel. Well, yeah,
1: and a lot of people put their marriage first in a very different manner. Some people put their marriage first because – you know, they work very hard. They pay all the bills. They come home every night. They don't stay out with their friends. Some people might put their marriage first because they plan all the date nights. They are the ones that make the reservations. They're the ones that stay home with the kids or take them to practice or coach practice, um, or take the kids to the park or, you know, take the kids to school. Um, it, it can look so many different It's just ways. so subjective yeah.
0: that I think that you don't believe the lie necessarily mm-hmm. that your spouse isn't putting the marriage first when they probably are in their own minds. Right. Well, you just have to understand what
1: Yeah, and for like. instance, like I know you and I put our marriage first in such different ways. You and I are so different in ways that we put our marriage first and it's getting to understand like, oh, you weren't the enemy. You're actually my partner and you're actually complimenting the things that I am not really that good or uh proficient in.
0: It just know? doesn't come natural. Right. Like our natural abilities right. and our natural natural tendencies are different, but it balances out. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, and sometimes putting the marriage first is just choosing to take something off the other person's plate because I don't have the bandwidth to do it right. that time. So all right. That I hope I hope that answered some of, of that listener's stuff we have two more really a lot shorter okay so um another woman writes in and it's basically she's writing in about the relationship between um her partner and his ex okay so that's like where we're going with this um and i guess there's a significant age difference i'm saying that because i don't know if that matters or not but in case it does there's a 13 year age difference between them okay so he's 13 years older her. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Um so she says that she asks her partner not to go over to his ex his ex's house because they still function when they're together as a family.
1: Oh, like okay. Yeah.
0: Um and she explains that there are group messages with him, the ex and the kids, like they're on like a group yeah. message thing. Um and they talk daily there. Um and that his daughter is now wanting him to take family pictures with the, their mom, like they want to take family pictures as if mom, bio parents, and children all together.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Okay.
0: Um, and she said, "I'm okay with him taking these pictures with him and the, his kids, right? Without me, but not with him, his kids, and the and ex. his ex." Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm I'm with you on that.
0: And so she's asking, "Am I crazy for struggling to be okay with this?" She says, I see graduation or prom or a wedding, you know, um, having yeah, where to there's, deal with where there's this, some formal pictures, yeah, I get that, um, but not a daily for no reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he, she says that he doesn't want me to have a relationship with his kids, especially his daughter, the one who wants to take family photos all together, interesting, um, and the kids are not interested really in engaging with her because they don't want to share their dad with with her or her kids. Okay, and so she's just like, "How do I handle all that?"
1: So they're not married, right? No, it doesn't sound like it. Um, she didn't.
0: She said um, he. She's in a relationship with this man.
1: Yeah, that I'm not saying. I'm not saying run. I'm not saying <laughs> give up. I mean, no, I mean, no, that's funny. I mean, really, <laughs> I'm not though. saying run, run. No, but I'm like also. Just kidding. Um, be very aware because these signs are things that um I would make sure if you have problems with any of this it, because this sounds like a hard situation. It sounds like um a very tough place to navigate, and I'm saying this very um surface surface surfificiously. <laughs> That's the word that I just made up. Um, it's a, it's a very surface issue because I'm sure there's so much depth to this. Um, but if there's things like this about your relationship and his relationship with the kids, with his ex and everything, make sure you don't get married with these types of things hanging over your head. Definitely don't go make a baby (laughs) with these types of things hanging over your relationship and your head. Um, But because these are, to a lot of people, all of us listening are like, these are huge red flags. Like this is, you aren't crazy. You aren't off about this. Like this isn't anything to be like, oh no, yeah, I'm totally good with that. If you're totally good with that, there's a good chance that you have a relationship with his ex and you have an understanding like, okay, I see the dynamics. I feel the dynamics. Um, This is comfortable to me. But if you aren't comfortable, which everything that you wrote here doesn't sound like you're comfortable, trust your instincts on that. Like, trust that this doesn't feel right and try to navigate this and try to, you know, get away from it or, or you know, or, or see how it goes and, and where it gets fixed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think all you can do, right, because we've established a lot that you can't change other people. You can't change his daughter. You can't change him. You can't change... Other children, you can't change the X. And so all you can do is really think, like, can I accept this? Because peace lives where acceptance is. So if you can't accept it, you're never going to be at peace about it. And so that's a personal choice, right? There's no judgment around you accepting this or not. It's just uh, something you have to be super honest about, you know. And then it's clearly you've probably shared with him, clearly, that this makes you said you said you you said that it makes you it hurts you and you have shared that with him. And if that doesn't inspire him to want to create boundaries, well, that should tell you a lot too. You know, your 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 well being is on the chopping block and he's okay with that, right? And his it's not your job, it's not his job to protect your well being. So I think that you really have to be like can I do this for this is just a heart a heart moment, a heart check, a gut check, can I do this for the rest of my life? Is this something that I want to live with forever because even grown kids this is still going to come up, right? I feel like family pictures, holiday gatherings, babies, you know, like what is coming down the pipeline um with older kids, you know, they still I mean, our parents are still very much in our lives in our forties. Yeah, as children, we're the children. We're having
1: dinner with them tonight. So um, I, yeah. I
0: just don't foresee like this unless he's like this is no something and, that and, and
1: there was no mention of marriage in here. But again, I want to reiterate like if you going into this, going any further, I'm not telling you to to run and leave, you know. But you also ever before you go any further and get married or do anything like that. Um. ask yourself if nothing were to change and everything were to stay exactly how it is right now
0: yeah would you be okay will
1: I be okay with yeah. this can I live with this Good. am I happy am I content mm-hmm. do I love where I'm at or am I always gonna want the situation to change
0: hmm and him not wanting I mean again it's hard when we I, she says that he doesn't want her to have a relationship with his kids so she's speaking for him. I don't know if he's actually ever said, I don't want you to have a relationship with my children.
1: Yeah. But a lot of times there's those, those jealous moments and actions and words that come out, you know, that that's the feeling, you know, where it's like, well, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? What'd they say? Why are you talking to them? What you know, and it, it, it there's a lot of like, you can tell. That might
0: push him to do that.
1: Um, no, when she's talking to her ex and she's co-parenting and she's coordinating, um, her, her boyfriend might be like, well, why are you talking to him? Why'd you say this? Or you know, who is that? You know, why do you have to call him on the phone? You, you know what I mean? Where there's just the, the. So
0: why wouldn't he, why would that make, I'm so confused. Like she, he doesn't want her to have a relationship with his kids.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about with, with her baby daddy.
0: N- no, her oh, baby daddy's not oh, in the equation oh, oh, at oh, oh, all. Oh, 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 it's okay. him, his ex, yeah, and their that. kids. Okay. So he doesn't That's want her to have, have a relationship, she says, with his children. Oh, sorry. And it's his ex-wife that they're, or ex, that they're, yeah. all the pictures are being taken and stuff like that. And it's making her feel very uncomfortable, the co-parenting relationship and all of that. She's
1: a third wheel in the, in the entire relationship is what she she's She just feels like, like they now they it.
0: operate like a nuclear family. Yeah. And, and then so, she's just the girlfriend. And it's weird that he doesn't want her to have a relationship. He doesn't again, he I don't know if he told her he doesn't yeah. want that or he's just the actions are saying it for him. But that's a red flag too, like that's, not yeah. wanting your significant other to have a relationship with your children right. is a red flag.
1: Yeah. And I and I I hate this. Had had I known this going into this, I I only find out about these topics when we sit down here. I had no idea what we were going to be talking about 38 (laughs) minutes ago. Um, I don't love this because I always want to champion everyone. I want to champion relationships and help push people to grow their relationships and grow together. Everything about this to me is a red flag where I'm like, sit down with two pieces of paper you know, or or one piece of paper and draw a line down the center and write out all the pros and write out all the cons.
0: Yeah, like and where, see what where you're at. Yes, where do you land on that? Yeah, yeah. Because at some point you cho- she's going to choose to be in this relationship, and then it's her fault.
1: Yes. Well, you also know? something about this that like, you know, for instance, like you and I, we we laugh about it because we're like, uh, you know, every every day or you know everyone wants to leave their blended family. You know, I'm like, if I were to Truly. sit down and write my <laughs> write out my pros and cons, I'm like there's too many pros at least with us and the cons don't add up enough to where if I were to do this with other people or starting over in another relationship, I don't the the cons are such a hassle like this right here. I'm like, I don't want to deal with someone who's jealous. I don't want to deal with someone who doesn't want me to have relationship with their kids. I'm like, if, if some, if you had some of these red flags that we're hearing about right now, there's zero chances or that I around. was
0: still playing house with my ex-husband all on of some that level. all of
1: that like we never ever would have gotten married I'm like I don't have the capacity to deal with this and the time of life life is so fast and so precious that I I don't have the time to let this be my life so if this is you and you're like I'm exhausted this is this consumes me this is what I think about I'm not happy Everything is terrible here, which I don't know if that's the case, but what I'm getting from this letter is I'm like, this is a lot of freaking work. A relationship with someone that you love shouldn't be this much harmful, hurtful work. A relationship should be great. You know, it's gonna have its struggles. It's gonna have its its hard times and its rough times and its, and its big ups and its big downs. But for the most part, you want to be content and know that your person is your person, and they're your number one.
0: Yeah. Yep. Good advice. All right. Moving on to the last write-in for today. Um, so a woman writes in, and she said that she became a full-time step-parent to two kids. Okay. And um, she has two bio children of her own, and she actually has three stepchildren, um, but they inherited two full-time okay. of the stepchildren. Okay. So now she's become, and she's a girlfriend, she's not married. Okay. So now she's become a full-time stepmom to two of her boyfriend's children. Okay. Okay.
1: Do we know ages or? Race, um, well, sort of?
0: Her kids are younger, five yeah. and six years old. Yeah. And his kids are teenagers. Okay. So there's a big age gap there. Yeah. So she's never been, and I think this is actually where we're going with this.
1: So the teenagers are there full-time right now.
0: Yeah, the teenagers are her, who she's inherited full-time as, okay. yeah, stepchildren. All right. And so I think a lot of what we're going to hear is that she has never parented teenagers before.
1: Neither of us have until we have.
0: <laughs> but, like, her kids are just a lot younger. Yeah. So she talk has... About,
1: yeah, talk about getting thrown in the freaking bullpen.
0: Yeah. Um, and so they're she said they're teenagers and going from my young children to skipping many years ahead to the teenage life has been a struggle. Yeah. Um, My boyfriend who sadly has not set a good relationship example to his children um, who has raised these children on his own makes life a lot of times seem like it's them against me. Mm. And so um, the kids enjoy playing us against each other. Yep. Smart kids, yeah. survival.
1: Well, and it's not even, it's not, it's smart kids, but it, yeah, the manipulative tactics are the easy way of doing things.
0: Yeah, and it works and it because, works. yeah. My boyfriend is very quick to tell me how to parent mine, but I'm not to set boundaries with his. Um, other than disrespect from his teenage kids, he doesn't seem to agree with any of my boundaries with them and also allows his ex to control and manipulate his life and me to sit on the sidelines as he states it has nothing to do with me. It brings up a lot of past issues for her, this behavior. It makes her feel like she's living her past again, and so it's really hard. Um, And so she says, I don't want this thing that I know has so much potential to end— over disagreements, lack of boundaries, secrecy, et cetera. So she's just kind of like help. Please. Gosh,
1: um, I'm like, rewind this podcast about 10 minutes and start there. <laughs> no, not really. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, but there's a lot that is in our control. And I think really having the confidence to stay your ground, you know, set boundaries, Um, that's the first start and he's either going to take well to that or he's not. But again, those are going to be either green flags or red flags. You know, you have to do what's right for you because if it's not right for you, it will never go your way and you're going to be miserable the rest of your life. Now, um, right at the end of it, you say something that has so much potential and I think you see a lot of good in him and that's what it sounds like. And um, hopefully, you see a lot of good in his children too, because the situation that you're in is not an easy one, especially teenagers that aren't your own. We have two teen- teenagers in our house right now. We each have one that's not our own. <laughs> and teenagers aren't fun. They can be great, dude. they can be a, a ball of joy. It's, and it's fun because we can go have date nights and we can leave the kids at home and we don't always have to be with them, which is probably not something you can do with your little's um but they also come with a lot of different problems they come with the the attitudes and um you know just the just a totally different stress of life right it the, the teenagers are so so hard and so demanding in such a different way but that is something that's not always going to last forever what is going to last forever is your relationship with your boyfriend now is the boundaries that you set with him is the respect that he gives you is the respect that you give him and that's what's going to continue to live on. So if you guys can't get that right now, it's going to be very very hard to get that right later.
0: Yeah, and let me give you a piece of advice that's not going to be popular at all. You really have to decide right now before you go any further in this relationship what you what you are willing and comfortable doing as a stepmom. And then you have to create boundaries around that for yourself. Because I promise you, eventually if you can't do that now, it's going to feel like a bait and switch for him later. Like you're going to up front do all this, take him on full time, be there, and then because you're not okay with it and because you harbor so much negativity around it it's going to become intolerable and something's going to have to change and then down the road I promise you you're going to hear well you were fine with it in the beginning I don't understand what changed and it's going to feel it's going to rock your relationship so the longer you allow yourself to do things you don't want to do that you're not okay with doing whether it is parenting full-time whether it um, being in charge, whatever you know you have to do with these stepchildren that you are not happy doing, I need you to really get honest about that right now and be honest with him and set boundaries of what you will you're willing and not willing to do. Um, well that,
1: and that and that's a that's a two street road because you're you're only going to have two directions that you're going to go there. You're either going to get massaged into a place that you've allowed to get massaged into that you are just unhappy you're living a life that is everything you don't want and you have just coped with it the second thing is you're going to deal with it for so long and then you're just going to explode it's all going to spew over and it's going to be resentment and it's going to be hate and it's going to be everything bad and neither of those are a place that you want to ever get to.
0: Yeah. So you need to take responsibility. And this is all step parents. Take responsibility for your role. Stop letting your role in the home be dictated by anyone else. This is something I work with with step parents on all the time, like taking our power back. Like why are why are step parents allowing everyone else to dictate their role? The ex, the your your spouse, even the kids like everyone else is dictating your life and you that l- renders you powerless and that's never that's never sustainable forever and so it's it's really important that you determine what your role is going to be what you're willing to do what you're not willing to do what you want to do what you don't want to do what your gifts and talents are what your values are um what your belief system is, who you want to be as a step-parent, like these are all areas you really have to explore. And then once you're walking tall in your value system and you really are showing up as who you want to be as a step-parent, not who you should be, not who others are telling you to be, not others' expectations defining that, but when you're able to show up authentically as who you want to be, then there's peace there there's there's less anxiety there and so um that is my advice is to get clear with yourself first before you worry about him or anything else like you have to do that work for yourself first. sounds like she's
1: already taken the steps second step your next step becoming com. Oh. <laughs> becoming now at gmail.com just send it straight to julie and um it sounds like you could use some clarity you could use some help you know you You know, you feel, that's why you're here writing about it. Um, But let's get you to a place where you feel good about this. You know exactly who you are, what you want, where you're going. And hopefully you're you're pulling the hands of everyone else with you. And this is a good thing, not only for you, but for your boyfriend, for his kids, for your kids. And that's ultimately where you want to be, whether it's in this relationship or another relationship, which you don't even want to think about right now. But you need to always be comfortable and confident who you are, where you are, and that's what's going to continue to bring you and your children ultimately up in this world.
0: And you never want to end up with somebody who doesn't know you, right? And how can somebody know you and love you if you don't know yourself? If you're unclear about what you want and you're unwilling—like, even if you're clear what you want and you're unwilling to honor that, how can you expect— anyone else to honor you so if you have boundaries and you're holding to your boundaries then people are going to have to respect you but if you hold boundaries if you have these boundaries that you're setting but you're not holding to them then how can anyone respect that so I think if you want to be honored you have to honor your yourself first which means your values your beliefs the boundaries you set and then everyone else is just going to have to deal with it or not but they get to have that choice because you're steadfast in, in you so um, yeah if anybody wants to work on any of that reach out to me at becomingherdnow at email me and we can set up a free breakthrough session um, or you can visit my website at becomingheard.com to learn more about me our family what I do coaching all the things Um, so I look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah,
1: And sorry if we've sounded like a little bit of an infomercial today, but everyone that wrote in, I'm like, we're trying to help you guys out. We're trying to solve your problems. (laughs) And like, this is, I'm like, Whoa, this is like actually like people who need something like this. So again, sorry to sound kind of preachy, but we just want to help. We just want the best for all of you. We want the best for all of our blended families. So thank you guys for being here again. Check us out on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, um, join our Facebook group. Um, Julie's very active in that along with a lot of other blended families that help each other out. And that's ultimately what we're here for. So if you're listening to this, you like what we do, give us a thumbs up, um, subscribe, uh, leave a comment below. Um, if you're listening to this, leave us a a good review on whatever you're listening to us on. And we just appreciate you guys here and just hope you guys all have happy holidays.
0: Yeah, we are going to take two weeks off.
1: Are we? Yeah.
0: Woohoo! I know. <laughs> this is going to be our last podcast before the new year. I'm going to give us a little break. Okay. Um, so, the next two weeks. There'll be nothing new coming out on Blended Life, so great time to catch up on old episodes or go re-listen to episodes that could use re-listening. Um, I often have to revisit things I've and, learned. And
1: send these on. Like, as you're listening and you're like, oh, I think thinking of someone send this on. You know, tag someone. Uh, send, you know, just we want to be involved with you guys to help you guys and, again, to help us out. But um, I think a New Year's resolution for us for this next year is that we should try to be absolutely intentional and consistent on putting out one every single week. I I really hoped we were going to do that this year and life just got crazy. Um, But let's make that a goal.
0: 2024. We'll see you all on the flip side in the new year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, Happy new year. Happy new year. Sit with your family and reflect on your blessings, and also make some some New Year's resolutions as a family. Where do you want your family to be in 2024? What do you hope to accomplish as a family? Where do you want to grow as a family in 2024? I think these are great dinner table topics. Uh, maybe make a vision board as a family for the new year um, with dreams and goals. And I just think it's fun to dream together. So I hope you guys. Have a nice couple weeks, and we'll see you in 2024. Bye. Bye.